I'm CJ. And this is Harry Potter Movie Minutes. The podcast where two friends break down the movies of the wizarding world in excruciating detail and obnoxious commentary. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Okay, let's do this. Hey. Oh my god, I, grandma's sore neck is ready to record. How about you? Oh, I'm so old. <laughs> Gotta get off here and take some magnesium. <laughs> considering it, actually, considering magnesium, it's supposed to be good for me. Oh, I don't know anything about it. You don't need to yet. You're so young. You're just oh, a yes. baby. <laughs> I, I, I'm a bebe, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> I, I, a fountain and beacon of youth and virility. But that got weird. That Let's got talk weird. about Harry Potter. Let's get into it. Yay. Episode six. You Let's don't ever it. say fountain of virility. That's disgusting. I had a really icky vision and I don't want to talk about it. So I wanna, um, uh... So let's get into this. Yeah. Let's talk about Harry Potter. Okay. So we left off last week. Uh, the trio yes. had just stunned some ministry employees and they have essentially assumed their identities through the use of Polyjuice Potion. Yes. The get out of jail free card for every uh, plot point in Harry Potter I know. going forward. That and time turners. They, they can be used to fuck up everything. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so they have assumed the identities of Albert Runkhorn, Reg Cattermole, and mm. Mafalda Hopkirk. The one cute detail I did... I don't know if I've noticed before is Ron slash Reg. Ron Reg is holding the purse for Hermione when they first climb out. I did see that. I liked it. <laughs> I was like, that's so cute and polite. <laughs> uh, right off the bat here, I I want to give David O'Hara, who plays Runcorn, a nod for his awkward physical comedy. Um, I, I've never had the opportunity as an actor to do this, but I can only imagine it would be so fun like portraying someone pretending to be someone else yeah you know the, the that meta aspect of like he's actually playing harry playing runcorn and now i know that they did this for um later they do the bellatrix and hermione that hermione had actually acted the scene and helena bottom carter watched her oh i didn't know that I, I knew that that they did that with with that one so that's why she was so good at imitating the way evan watson would have moved how, however, do you think they did that here too? It almost felt like the three of them maybe did the scene and those actors watched. First, we would act our own characters playing each scene with the actors who would be playing us watching to see how we moved and hear how we talked. Then they would mimic us on the next take. That's awesome. So they did put that work in. Yeah, good I love them. that. All right, good for the details. But yeah, so I felt like it was actually good. I, but yeah, like you said, to mimic them and actually put in some of that body humor of how awkwardly he's walking, it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Can we talk about the entering the ministry and how the bathroom? So inside the public toilet, there are people lined up. Uh, they're lined up in front of the stalls. Harry and Ron slash Albert and Reg uh, just kind of follow suit uh, as was their plan. Act natural, go with the flow. Um, they're eventually, they eventually realize that they have to flush themselves down the toilet to get into the ministry. Now, the reason this feels weird to me is like, they talk about in the books that like it's you know the entrance to the hospital we talk about uh-huh. when when uh, arthur's in it is in like an unsuspecting not obvious um like worn out old building or whatever with like the broken uh mannequins and stuff in it so like models yes. wouldn't really bother to fuck with this place right 
why this central bathroom in like the middle of like busy, <laughs> busy London or like nobody's going to notice that there's just rows of people that go in and then they just don't come back out. I'm like, what? So there's, I, we can, we can magic it away and just say like, maybe nobody can access this unless they're a witch or wizard or whatever. Maybe. Yeah. That there are like muggle repelling charms on it or something, but there really is no explanation for why a muggle wouldn't end up in that bathroom. Right. Right. I'd be so confused. Like, wait, Oh, everybody's in line and they're not coming back. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm we're, go. <laughs> we're in line and we're not waiting for the person to come out. We're just barging in after we hear a flush. Yeah. And then over and over and over again, weird. I also never quite grasped, even in the books, um, how this system is more secure than the flu network. Hey, so that was my next question. Like, well, then why do they show up in the fireplaces as if it was the flu network? Yeah. What the fuck is the, what? Like, why wouldn't it just be a fireplace and they all can come from their own fireplaces? Well, I, the only thing that I can explain it away is like the flu network is hundreds and hundreds of fireplaces connected to this one building. Whereas this is maybe, I, I find it hard to believe that it would be this one public toilet uh, mm-hmm. or this one entrance for hundreds of ministry employees. Um, but it's a oh. select number of like portals that they can use to get okay. into the ministry. And it would be easier to monitor, say, a dozen locations than a hundred or 200 or 400, whatever different fireplaces that people are coming in from. Okay. So I kind of get that, but if you lived closer to this, then yeah. Yeah. Or maybe you don't have a fireplace. Yeah. Wait, what? Like if you lived in like central London and you didn't have a fireplace, so you lived in an apartment, didn't have one. So you have to go to this bathroom to get in. Right. But all employees have to use this. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they do. How could they channel that many people through a bathroom every day and nobody notice? Well, I, that's what I was saying, though. I don't think it's one single bathroom that they have to go through. Right. I think right, that right. there are probably multiple portals that they can use, yeah. um, but it's just not like connected to everybody's home like it was in the past. Hmm. Okay, okay, okay. It's just I don't know. There's no thing. sense uh, looking for logic amongst fascism. Fascism. I can't talk. Wow, I lost <laughs> the ability to speak. No yeah. sense looking for logic amongst fascism. Anyway, so once inside the ministry atrium, all clad in black stone as we last saw it, uh, the boys find Hermione in front of what used to be the Fountain of Magical Brethren, um, but it has been replaced by a statue uh, that we first saw last week inscribed with the words, magic is might." last week? Yeah. Yes, last week during the- We see it briefly. Yeah, we see it. Uh, and so it's basically this big rock, uh, <laughs> portraying muggles in the rightful place. So there, there are like all these muggles struggling to hold up this rock. And we, what we don't see is that there is a witch and wizard on top of said rock. Right. Um, so muggles are that, in the rightful place. I hate that we put that detail of the muggles in the bottom, but we don't actually see the rest of the statue. Like, show it Yeah, to we me. don't actually see them holding up the wizarding community. Um, we do still get a little glimpse of the wizard from the Fountain of the Magical Brethren, uh, but it's very brief and you don't actually see the entire thing. Um, it's just kind of there. And if you know what you're looking at, you can recognize it okay. over, I forget whose shoulder. Um, the three express a bit of anxiety and we recognize once again that they haven't got much of a plan at all here. <laughs> they got in and that's the extent <laughs> of their plans. Great. We don't know where she is. We don't know where her office is we don't know when she arrives cool 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 anyway yeah. so they make their way to the lifts where ron reg 
is confronted by Yaxley, who apparently has a precipitation problem in his office. <laughs> he threatens Ron Reg by reminding him of his wife's trial regarding her blood status, yada, yada, yada. Uh, is she trying umbrella? She tried umbrella. Yeah. Ron is Ron Reg is a little bit smart with him. And then he's like, <laughs> Well, I'll fucking send your wife to Azkaban because she's a mudblood. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, the three of them take off in the lift. They let Ron Reg off on a random floor. But okay. Uh Hermione Mafalda tells him to try and finite and cantatum to get the rain to stop in Yaxley's office, and they're off. <laughs> <laughs> I, again, I look at movies like this. I'm like, I'd be fucked. I have no sense of direction. I would be lost so fast. I would never find the office. I would probably just walk outside and be like, oh shit, I'm outside. <laughs> like, I don't know how to get back in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a little unclear. Like Ron should probably know it better than any of them. His dad has oh, worked yeah. there and he's visited his dad, but it really does feel like they just like let him off of the next floor. They're like, good luck. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, Hermione Mafalda and Harry Albert decide to give themselves an hour to find Umbridge. And if they don't, they're going to go and find Ron Reg and get the fuck out and come back another day. Um, interesting choice. The idea of like coming back another day doesn't really seem plausible to me because it's not no. like these three employees are not going to say anything about being right. stunned. Correct. <laughs> and also, we got to talk about the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory elevator real quick. Uh, <laughs> that's it what, is a little Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, isn't it? That's the vibes it gave me, and then for some reason I've never noticed this, and now I couldn't like look away when they're holding like the handles or whatever. The handles mm. look like ball sacks. <laughs> yeah, we do have some weird little knobbies there. I I don't think I've ever noticed that. I'm like, what are we? Oh, oh, I have feelings about this. I feel like okay. I don't feel like we had the ball sacks to hold on to in movie five when they were in the elevator. I don't remember. We might have. I feel like they didn't because it was the guy holding the, um, the, the who's box. Holding like a box. Yeah. yeah. Which, how can you do that and hold it? I don't know. Now I kind of want to look back. But anyway, ball sacks and then. <laughs> ball sacks. Uh, the grill opens to reveal Umbridge herself. They didn't have to go and find her. She just showed up where they were. How fantastic is that? <laughs> so convenient. Uh, she, Umbridge, assumes that Hermione Mafalda was sent to assist her and gives Harry and Hermione no choice but to separate as Harry Albert exits the lift and Hermione Mafalda embarks on an unknown mission with Umbridge. Who's wearing like a pink fox, I said scarf, but it's yes. a cat? Yes. I think it's supposed to be a cat, but it looks like- It's definitely supposed to be a cat. A fox penis. Like, why am I saying penis and ball sack so much in this episode? Anyway, it's I like- know. <laughs> you've got you've got your own shit going on today. I'm not gonna judge your journey. <laughs> boy but yeah I, it was the first time i ever got like a good close look at this scarf part of her sweater i'm like oh it is supposed to be a cat merit yes and it is very uh cleverly tied or closed or buttoned or whatever at this point hiding uh what they yes. are looking for yes. uh, but we'll get to that in a second mm -hmm. so harry albert sort of stumbles along it's really clear in this moment that he has no idea what to do or where he's going again big nod uh to David O'Hara because he's yeah he looks like an aimless uh, teenager in this moment. <laughs> he a little nervous bounce, yeah. Once again, like super fortunately, comes upon a, a work area that's sort of an assembly line preparing 
pure blood propaganda. Yep. Say that three times fast. Preparing pure blood propaganda. Cool. Uh, in front of the group, there is a door with a name plaque identifying it as Umbridge's office. How fortunate! Worked we just out. stumbled across this on the floor that I got off on. Cool. So I guess it does make sense that like they ran into Umbridge on that floor at the elevator, and she would be on okay. the floor that her office is on. Okay, I'll buy that. Sure. This this whole ministry mission though is just so happenstance. That's like really, <laughs> got real every lucky. literally everything that happens is this. The three of them are just in the right place at the right time. That's it. Yeah, worked out. Don't question it. Um, yes, indeed. Uh, that nameplate is also informing us, gives us a bit of exposition that she has a new title as the head of the Muggleborn Registration Commission, which explains why she was up front for that photo op last week um, when Pius Thicknees was talking to the press. Um, and we, I think we talked about her being racist. Anyway, um, that was in her role as this uh, essentially... A racist bitch i don't know what a, I mean, what a, well, <laughs> i did write down that the pamphlet that they're all folding with their wands is mudbloods and the dangers they pose to a perfect pureblood society so yes. this movie takes a real dark turn real fast yes <laughs> we are they not uh, said we are going to call out fascism <laughs> not hesitating um i said okay and here's moody's eye that we talked about Yes. So also on that door is an eye that if you're able to make ridiculously enormous assumptions and connections, you maybe yes. can recognize as the magical eye belonging to the late Alistair Moody. <laughs> However, if you're not really quick enough to catch on to that, it just looks like a door that has an eye, Yep, Don't which is it. absolutely a thing that could happen in Harry Potter. So like, why would anyone make the connection that it was Moody's eye? And that's why Harry was so pissed off about it. Like, and so he takes the eye and that's what causes the mayhem, but don't worry about it. That's not what we're Yeah. Doing. That's what alerts them that they are the, the, that's what alerts ministry officials that they are in the buildings because Harry fucking took the eye. Anyway, I don't know why you bother including it if you're not going to confirm it, uh, but yeah. if they hadn't included it, I'm sure I would have bitched about that too. So here we are. Uh, Harry Albert drops a decoy detonator. Thank you. I really want to know too. I'm like, what are these called again? Yes, decoy detonators. They are from Weasley Wizard Wheezes. Yes. Um, but we don't learn that. <laughs> a lovely creation of Fred and George's. Well, I almost wondered too when Hermione was hitting them the shot glasses for um, Polyjuice Potion. I'm like, is it the shot glasses or is it these detonators that she's giving to each of them? I think it was the shot glasses, but then I was like, oh. Mm. I don't know. I thought these were adorable. I think it was glasses, but yes. Uh, great job on those. I think they're fun. They're cute. They remind me of something from Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. walking horns? Mm, I'm not placing that, but you're probably right. I'll find it. So the little decoy detonator scurries off and causes chaos. And in the madness, Harry is able to sneak inside the office and close the door behind him. Uh, little too easy to get into our office in my opinion but that that's too. also true in the book so what are you gonna do yeah i liked the um the plushness of her office though yes the interior of the office is grandiose uh it's matching the architecture of the atrium and the hallways i like it uh, of course umbridge has covered the walls with their little kitty plates mm -hmm. Ugh, gross um harry begins to dig through her desk he's kind of combing through her files 
this is also silly to me. Like, why would she, this doesn't make sense in my brain? Why would she keep jewelry in her office? Like, what is the point of searching her office? She did have like, two extra pairs of shoes, so maybe he. Wasn't she did far have off. two extra pairs of shoes, <laughs> but like, but yeah, I, you wouldn't leave. I like, would never. I have right. I have an extra pair of shoes in my office. Same, but I don't have spare jewelry. No. Uh, can I mention the? Hold on. Oh, I said I kind of like her office. I said, sadly, then again, I am an old woman. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense to me. It's very our vibe now. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, he finds files on members of the order, including those that have been killed, like Sirius and Dumbledore. They have big red X's over their photos. Um, I had a question about the red X's. Is that lipstick? No. (laughs) It's like a wax cranny like texture though lipstick. who well she's a sick bitch dude you don't know you don't know maybe she's xing it out with lipstick and then kissing each photo it's of each dead person she's a lipstick. fucked up bitch you don't know you don't okay. know for sure yes. also can we New talk about harry the- potter he- theory <laughs> ladies and gentlemen you heard it here first <laughs> she looks like a sick bitch i would do that um i also want to mention really quick the books that she finds in her drawers um Mudblood. Oh no, sorry, we already said that. That's the pamphlet. Uh, Mudbloods and how to spot them, and when muggles attack were the two titles I could read. I'm like, hmm, put some work into this. This is what uh, I'm saying. These set, these set dressers, like you're talking about, like do work. Like let me see that work. That was clever. Let yeah. Show me. Let there be light. <laughs> anyway, Harry realizes that there's nothing there for him. Um, I did like the little, like I, I paused on a couple of the files, um, and like the little notes in the files of like known member of the order of the Phoenix. And there's like a big red stamp on it that says tracked. Yeah. Um, how do they have that yeah. picture of Hermione at school? That one freaked me out. Yeah. That was weird. That's that weird. Unsettling. That's very like, that. like the government has files on all of us yeah. moment. Um, I'm I'm sorry for the FBI agent like listening into this. I'm sorry. It's um, like bored. <laughs> you, you you know watching me watch Downton Abbey for the fifteenth time on a Saturday night. Um, I, I hope you like it too. Anyway, uh, also so, going, I was also sad when Lady Sybil died. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Okay, we had to talk about this courtroom. I'm so excited. Yes. So Harry Albert emerges from the office. As the chaos from the decoy detonator is settling, as he walks away, you can you can actually see that he took the eye from the door. What? Uh, but it's never acknowledged. Oh, so really? we don't see him taking it, but it's gone when he Shut closes the door behind him. Up. Oh, that's a great yeah. detail. Oh, I miss that. It's, yeah, it's just a little Easter egg for the readers because nobody else is going to notice it or know what it means. Um, then we should have when they're in the woods later that he buries it. Then yeah. we're going to put that work. Ugh, just finish what you started yeah yep yep <sighs> we don't even know that they like were unable to find his body when they went back to look for it nope we don't know that they went back to look for it we don't mention no. it okay anyway back in the lift harry albert is joined by a soaking wet ron reg who doesn't recognize him at first harry albert somehow miraculously knows where umbridge took hermione mafalda despite it never being stated like they don't say in the elevator like we're going down to the courtrooms but harry somehow is like we need to go down to the courtrooms how the fuck do you know that's where hermione yeah. and umbridge are with umbridge yeah what the fuck 
whatever all convenient this whole scene is convenient yep yeah yeah yeah. so the two of them make their way down to the courtrooms as they approach a man is being escorted out he's insisting on his status as a half-blood yada 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 uh dark yes harry albert and ron reg enter the courtroom and find umbridge quite literally holding court (laughs) as Mm -hmm. her cat patronus keeps a flock of dementors at bay that was a nice effect uh it turns out uh reg's wife is the one who is on trial at the at, at this particular moment when they walk in. What are the chances? <laughs> no other attendees. Don't worry about it. Wow. No Harry Albert has like a sixth sense moment and says, it's here, referring to the Horcrux. Mm-hmm. And we hear that like annoying whistling uh, that we heard at the beginning uh, of the of the film. To, that just kind of lets us know that a Horcrux is nearby. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, like, like I said, when we discussed it in the first episode, I think like it does immediately set you on edge. Um, yes. uh, yeah. It is a sound that you're going to associate with this now going forward. Like, okay, got yeah. it. Can we talk about this? So this is very exciting to me. What? <laughs> when you see the shot of the Dementors overhead, how tall this fucking courtroom is. Like, this is the one from four I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one when you first fell down. That we're looking down into. That we, yeah, that you we were like, I don't think it's that tall. I'm like, then why did they make the details of like having the cutouts and shit? And you're like, I think it's part of the dream and inception. I'm like, no, no, it's, <laughs> it's a really tall courtroom. I'm proven wrong again. It's a really tall. <laughs> I just like, it exists. I was right. I probably not. They probably didn't have any continuity between the two but it made me very happy i put three smiley faces <laughs> this is a tall courtroom before i knew it <laughs> we knew it was there such a sad thing to be excited about but anyway so it's not until this point that we notice the horcrux around umbridge's neck because her scarf is now open um revealing the locket okay. uh imagine if she decided to wear a different accessory that day mm-hmm again we got Mm -hmm. so lucky that she happened to wear it here on this day and we happened to run into her and all happened to end up in the same room as her at the same time great uh ridiculous the boys push into the courtroom under the ruse of harry albert escorting ron reg to his wife's trial again lucky for them that they had an excuse to push into this court proceeding because otherwise they'd be like what the fuck are you doing here Mm -hmm. Still not really clear why Runcorn would be there, but whatever. Uh, Umbridge continues the interrogation, becoming increasingly accusatory, claiming that Mary, Reg's wife, uh, stole her wand from a witch or wizard because she is not a witch. She could not possibly have purchased it at Ollivander's in Diagon Alley when she was 11, as she claims. Uh, Harry Albert is getting like visibly uh, more frustrated and angered uh, at the interrogation. He's like slowly circling the room um, and he lets his wand slide down out of his sleeve. And of course, Dolores uh, notices it and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Runcorn, (laughs) Albert. Um, He approaches her. uh, He's got this wonky look on his face, but then you realize that it's the polyjuice potion wearing off. His face goes all weird um, and he calls out Umbridge for lying and he repeats this line from movie five, one must not tell lies. I did okay. wonder, does Polyjuice wear off more quickly when rage makes your blood boil? Right, maybe, <laughs> unclear. Now I know I said I liked it then, but I don't think I needed this line here. Um, Which one? One must not tell lies. 
I, it's very much showing his hand of like, I'm actually. Well, right. He was going to do that anyway. I just like, I don't know. It feels, it feels. We're forcing the What's old the movie. word for it? Yeah. We're like, we're, we're forcing something else in. It's like your issue with rescuing you, of course. Like, did we really need that? Right. It's like a callback that's not necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, that's the last time he saw Dolores face to face is when she was carried off into the forest. And that's the last thing he had said to her. Mm-hmm. Tell him I mean no harm. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, Harry Albert is beginning to change back to just Harry as he stupefies Umbridge, followed by Yaxley, and then all hell breaks loose. Um, Hermione grabs the locket as the Dementors descend upon them, freed from the restraints of Umbridge's Patronus. The four of them, Harry Albert, Ron Reg, Mary, and Hermione Mafalda, <laughs> flee the courtroom and head for the lifts with the Dementors hot on their tails. They slam the grill closed and the Dementors slam into them, continuing to pursue them, reaching through the grates and eventually doing their little soul sucky thing. Causing Harry to cast his favorite charm, the Patronus charm, pushing them away. Once again, we are left wondering why the films hate corporeal Patronuses <laughs> as we come to the close on another episode of our podcast. <laughs> but we're going to get one later in this, in this movie or the next movie? When do we get the sword? Uh, this movie. Yeah. Because I had assumed, I remember before the film came out when I heard that they were going to break it in two, I assumed that that was where we were going to end. Oh, okay. The, silver the first dough. film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was like getting the sword yeah. from the lake. So that's just it. So we have one later. Okay. But yeah, just not now. Just ball of light. Go. Just ball of light to push all of them away. Mm. But, and it's kind of frustrating because it's one of the things that gives them away. Like they were already given away, but yeah. like, his Patronus is so distinct. Like everyone knows him for his Patronus. Correct. So seeing that, and doesn't it like lead them? Yeah, it does. It leads them through the building. Like it comes with them. Like it's not just this ball of- It leads the other people out. I know I'm being a bitch about this, but it's like, (laughs) this is so stupid. Well, I've got a bitch note for my answers to your questions. Oh, okay. Let's get to it. Uh, What are you going to keep in your door as a lookout like a dead man's fake eye? (laughs) all right that caught me um the thing that i would keep it i didn't mention it but it's very funny i've never noticed it before as the like um shit's gonna go down in the in the uh courtroom and she realized she's like going albert what's going on or whatever her patronus cat hisses at harry i've never oh i missed that completely that's (laughs) it crouches down and goes and like hisses at him it's the funniest thing i'm like you know what that was a cute detail i would keep that that was very funny that's a good bit even her patronus was like fuck you (laughs) loved it what would you keep like an eye stuck in it you know we didn't talk about that and i don't want to go on a huge tangent here but it is indicative of how powerful umbridge is um she's keeping that whole flock of dementors up on the ceiling with one patronus with just her patronus like yeah in the book, they talk about that is true to the book. They, she does ever cat Patronus, like protecting them. But it's more like Harry crosses a threshold because he's under the invisibility cloak. Um, and so he goes up and he sits behind her in the book. And he talks about like crossing a threshold of the Patronus where it's more like it's a bubble around them 
yes. than it is like a barrier keeping the Dementors at bay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that the film kind of implies maybe a, a more powerful demonstration. Like imagine the power that it would take to maintain that Patronus to keep, I don't know how many Dementors at, 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 while you're working, while you're conducting right. an interview or an interrogation. Like, but what do you think her happy thoughts Pretty are? fucking badass. Well, she's in her happy place. I think they actually uh, talk about that in the book too. You know, in that powerful moment, this is her uh, part of the reason she's able to maintain that Patronus is because she is in her happy place. She's living it. So being a sick person. <laughs> yeah, being a racist piece of shit and finding ways to exert her superiority over others. Yeah. Ew. Interesting. What would you keep like a oh. swiveling? Like? <laughs> uh, I'm going to keep her office. I love the, the I, I, I'm going to ditch the kitty plates. Yeah. Uh, but the rest of rest the of office for the most part, maybe a few, maybe I don't need quite so many doilies. Um, but we love a doily. I loved it. I loved her office. I thought it was. I loved it. Uh, What are you going to cross out with a big red X? That's apparently (laughs) lipstick. (laughs) We don't know. I'm going to do yours. I'm going to do a lack of something. Um, They, in the book, make a duplicate of the locket. Yes. They stun her. She's knocked out. They make a duplicate so so she doesn't know the locket is missing. And this one, Hermione just <laughs> grabs it and runs. I'm like, oh, okay, we're going that route. All right. Yeah. Bows. Unclear. Yeah. So like, and that's actually really important. Yes. Like, it is very funny to think about her wearing that. Now, Jesus, both of yours have gotten me going on tangents uh, this week. But thinking about her wearing that locket to the ministry like obviously Voldemort's not coming to the ministry, but like she's wearing one of his Horcruxes amongst members of his inner circle mm-hmm. regularly, mm-hmm. and so like it is really awesome. important that mm-hmm. that replica is left there because if and she would make a big tiff about this because she in her brain Voldemort is not the one pulling the strings he's not the one controlling the ministry um the ministry is just finally doing the right thing but so she would make a big deal in a report and say like my locket was stolen Mm -hmm. and imagine a whisper of that getting back to Voldemort and him realizing sooner so much sooner that they were hunting horcruxes yeah now you know that that's a stretch there's a, there are a lot of people between umbridge and voldemort um yeah but still he is pulling the strings at right like imagine now. at one of those like round table meetings at malfoy manor <laughs> that pious or yaxley said something about the attack like oh yeah it was the three of them they were there they stole a locket yes and he actually was there. He did and see it. He actually was there. Exactly. Yeah. So like. He could have reported this earlier. Report yeah. that to Voldemort. And he learns that, well, why would the three of them be sealing a locket? Yes. Why would they break into the ministry to get that locket? He they would, would then. He, yeah. He would absolutely have learned. He would have figured that out. Geek. So it's, it's really important. That's yeah. Wow. I hadn't considered that, but that's a really, really important detail in the book that they just kind of left out of the movie. Y'all. So what would you uh, cross out with a big red X, possibly in lipstick? 
I am going <laughs> to Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm going to say the non-corporeal Patronus. Just give me a fucking stag. I mean, we've seen it once, once in the whole film series. Do we see the stag? How many fucking yeah. times is it listed? Is it mentioned in the book? Like it exists all over the fucking place. And we see it once in the movies. God damn. And we don't even talk about it when Aberforth like takes them in or whatever. Cause they, that wasn't it, a stag. That was a goat. Yes. Yeah. So it is important to, and why we have the budget motherfuckers. <laughs> we have the CGI budget to make it. Yep. I don't. Yeah, I won't understand it either. I'm sorry. But hey, that was a good chunk. Yeah. That was some, that was some stuff. I Broke really, into the ministry. We did a thing. We found a horcrux. I'm very excited to go back to see the eye missing from the door. I'm going to totally look back at that now. <laughs> I'm down. All right. Well, hey, if you are still listening to us, God bless you. Uh, rate and review us. Follow us on all the things. Uh, tell your friends about us that we're wrapping this nonsense up. Um, come along with us next week. Follow us on the TikTok, the YouTube, the Instagram, and uh, I will see your pretty little face uh, next week. Love you. See you. Bye. Bye.